The Get Better podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The opinions expressed are those of the participants. Please remember to gamble responsibly. Can you see like a a north of 14 point spread? Do you know how long that game you're going to have to suffer through before they start to actually cover that? Yeah, that's a game I won't watch. And is probably a little bit ticked with the NFL right now for having not postponed that game. Besides the the familiar, fil, uh, besides the familiar, uh, I can't say familiarity. But the familiarity. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually can't spell that word out. Welcome to Get Better for December the 3rd. I'm Troy Gubb. How you doing, Luke? I'm good. I'm doing well. Uh, I'm excited about this week uh, and feel really good about last week. Huge week last week. It's so nice when you have a nice little clean sweep there. Yeah, Parlay's week was a good week. Yeah, for those that don't know, obviously there was a late change Sunday when we heard there will be no Denver quarterbacks happening, so... We threw in a quick audible, switched over to New England, and uh, the round robin worked. First time kind of playing it, he cleaned up on, like, I think we needed a couple things to go right, uh, late couple field goals for the win, but overall, it, it pays. Yeah, it was, it, was a, uh, it was a good week. There was a little bit of panic there with, uh, with Denver, and uh, some debate to be had there as to whether or not that game should have even happened. Uh, and you feel for Denver in that one. I'm not sure. Like, oh, my God. You just kind of got the perception that the league um, looked at it and said, New Orleans is going to beat Denver regardless, even though eh, it could have been a bit of a question mark. But without the quarterbacks, they were like, it, it, it didn't, it, it, it almost like it didn't matter to them. Whereas then you look at the Pittsburgh Baltimore. Yes. Like, big game there, postpone that. So, how do, how do you, how do you, where do you draw the line? Like, how do you determine which one you postpone, which one you keep going? I mean, it was an interesting. Come- Interesting decision by the league and, and some debate to be had there. If I, if I'm Denver, I'm I'm pissed. I'm like what a, what a, what is what do the Ravens have that we don't have? Yeah, NFL. Like what what? Why are we the ugly duckling? Yeah, here? interesting. You are the ugly duckling, Denver? We're sorry, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh, they, there was an undefeated season on the line. There's a lot like could one of those guys if you know Lamar came through and played, yeah. and it was a tight game yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Like. To be honest, the NFL probably made the right decision based on the results. Yeah, yeah, you're not not wrong, but you still got to be disappointed if you're Dan. But regardless, parlay week uh, was a great week, and I, I wrote I rode the parlay high into Monday, into Monday as well. I oh, took yeah, KC in the under, and and it paid out well for me there. Look so at you. I did, but but then I uh, yeah I've I've, I've 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 scaled it back, knowing the parlays. <laughs> even though parlays can be uh, can be a slippery slope there. So oh yeah, I know. Yeah, it was great though. We'll have to definitely come back to that. And round robin is definitely something I'm going to be be trying again for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So on to this week, we're talking spread. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a couple different things that obviously you've got to consider when you are looking at the spread. But at the end of the day, I think that the key thing to note here is is that um, you know the, the books are always going to move the lines based on where the bets are going. Right at the end of the mm-hmm. day, the book has one priority, and that is to ensure there's 
equal and even betting on both sides. So when it comes to payout from for them and the VIG, they're 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 getting that payout. I know that's your favorite. The word. vigorous. Yeah. I know. I, we haven't really explained what the vigorous is. That, that could be a whole that. other podcast in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about the VIG next week. Yeah. So the only other the only other thing that I would mention here is sort of defined within within the point spread is the half point. Uh, and when you're looking at point spread, sometimes you'll see it's by three and a half, two and a half, six and a half, seven and a half points, whatever it would mean, whatever it would be. That half point is what they call the hook. And basically that half point ensures that there's no push so that a game's not going to hit right on the line and the books essentially, depending on how they operate, have to give back the, the wager, right? So that, that hook, that half point um is there to uh to ensure that there there is no no push okay so let's let's take a quick look now at some of the things that you need to consider when you're when you're looking at point spreads i think before we get into some of the tangibles that that are 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 key things to watch out for let's first look at sort of what our process is right now today so troy when you when you could first look at at spread and 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 you take a look at the various spreads throughout the week what are some of the things that you're looking for? What's your process that you go through when you're identifying the, the games that you're going to bet? So for me, uh, like many gamblers, I'm in multiple fun friend spread pools. Mm-hmm. So the, my first introduction to this week's spread is seeing the you know 16 game count, going through each of those ones and start making my picks. Just for my regular old fun, here's my weekly picks my confidence pools, things like that. From there, I start to look and say, okay, well, I really like this game. This is one I'm I'm willing to maybe put a few dollars on. And I start to pick the games that kind of jump out at me first Mm -hmm. and then do start doing a little bit of the homework behind the scenes. But it's been funny to learn, you know, this week, all these other tips and tricks. What about yourself? What do you do? Yeah, yeah. I kind of do a a similar, a, a similar approach where, the first thing I'll do is I'll I'll, kinda, I'll take a glance across um, all the matchups for that week. I'll look at the spreads and and kind of look at some of the games that that jump out at me. Um, and and while I'm doing that, I'm sort of considering where I think those spreads probably should be and land. Um, and and if there's anything that sort of jumps out at me that requires a little bit more uh, research or looking into that to see. You know, maybe that spread is is uh, is too big, or maybe that spread's too close. Or if there's two teams that that should be evenly matched, it should be a close game, and for some reason that spread seems to be favoring one more than than the other. There there's got to be some sort of rationale and reason into that. So that's where I'll start digging and looking into that a little bit more, and that might start give me some some tips as to where that game is going to go, or. Or, uh, or or what they're expecting to happen or, or the outcome of that game. So I, I usually lead with gut, which as we saw from two weeks ago, might not always be a good move and, and the right it's, thing to do. It's the first thing. Exactly. First step, lead with gut um, yeah. and then sort of dive deeper into the games that I like and I'm feeling more comfortable with. Usually I can identify right off the hop. There's some games I'm, just, I'm not going to touch it. I'm just going to yeah. not, even, not even look at it. Uh, and that's sort of the, the first step. But again, to your point, it's interesting. This week, doing a little bit more research, looking into some of the key things to consider and intangibles that you should be focused on when you're going to start considering um, betting against the spread. So let, let's talk a little bit about those uh, right now. So, do, do, like, do, what, what did you what you pick up on this week? So, you know, it's funny. Like, um, there's so much information out there, but there's some certain things that are really resonating with me. Uh, first is something, you know, we talked about this in the dogs episode is, is again, watching for those 
those home dogs. So those home teams that are underdogs, um, you know, the home team, the home team usually has a, a better chance to win. So watch for those. That's like step number one. Two is that travel, the travel of the teams. So, you know, it, it is a factor. Those teams that are traveling, you know, across the country to play in another, in another city, mm-hmm. um, they have a rougher time. So really, really look out and for And I those. think the, the, other, the other key thing around the travel there is also identifying where and when that team played in the previous week, right? So, for, for example, sure. if you're looking at – if you have a team that, that – um, you know, a uh, an East Coast team that traveled out west for the Monday nighter and then has to travel back and turn around and play on Sunday um, at home back out east. It's a lot of travel, short week that impacts things. So that that's something also to consider is in that travel is if you've got a team that's traveling some distance uh, and 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 on a short week. So where they played last week and who and and whatnot, uh, I think plays into that a little bit as well. I think the other the other piece that uh, to me is is a bit of a no brainer and probably goes across uh, all of the you know all the things we've talked about in previous podcasts as well is just know what's happening with that team right like that team knowledge and understand what what's going on there injury reports things like that um, just just having a, a good sort of baseline knowledge of that team their rankings with regards to their defense their offense mm-hmm. uh, with regards to who they're playing against. All that sort of deep research that there's just so many resources that you can find out there that can give you sort of insight, uh, I think is important to consider and, and look at sort of what is happening with that team currently and any of the trends in particular with that with that particular group. You know, and something you hear a lot of the time is about if your team's going to win, they're going to cover. You know, and I find myself a lot taking an underdog that I think will cover that spread. So I know they're not going to win that game, but I'll take them anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, they can cover four or five points. <laughs> and I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. I find myself doing that. Oh, yeah, they, 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 can, they can cover that. Mm-hmm. They'll lose the game, but they'll cover that. Um, it's not a great strategy when you look at the actual uh, analytics behind it. If the winning team is covering 85% of the time, then you know you just keep an eye on that. Yeah, that's a that's a big that's a big number at eighty five percent. Like that's a that's a big stat there. The one the one thing that um, that I looked pretty closely at as well, and I have a personal opinion on it, is is sort of that stat around um, that that teams. Um, team's record against the spread for that particular year and i think a lot of people will quickly look at that and determine so take for example miami dolphins the fish are eight and three against the spread this year i don't like simply taking that stat and betting against that or betting leveraging that stat because i think to everything that we just talked about there's so many intangibles uh in a given game that you need to consider and factor um, so and, and and that also depends on whether we think Miami is the favorite or the underdog, and if they're at home mm-hmm. or away, the trout, the whole bit. So I, I don't love that stat. I understand why books will will throw that out there, um, and and sort of it's okay. I think as a baseline stat, but you still need to dig yeah. deeper and do do the additional work. So I'm not sure. a big if fan. You of hear that those? Stuff. Yeah, you hear people talk about those a lot. They've covered the spread five times this year. I'm like, if there's too, way too many variables there. Like yeah. I, I really never, I don't like that stat at all. One thing I've always kind of avoided doing was those huge spreads. Big spreads mm-hmm. always kind of scared me. You know, I'm like, oh, that, that like I've heard those kind of myths about that, and and to find out that the, it really is truly a myth about, um, you know, they don't cover big spreads. You know, professional leagues in particular, mm-hmm. it, it's a myth. I was I was looking at some of the research here, and historically, you know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, teams did not cover 
large spreads. It was under 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but lately, it, it's north of 50, man, like, and, and sometimes significantly north of 50. So uh, something to consider is is actually taking some of those larger spreads nowadays. Yeah, and I won't lie. I'm, 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 as, a, as a conservative better, um, the, the, the big double-digit spreads – uh, scare me like I, I've got it there's got to be legitimate reason for yeah. me to look at it and say yeah okay I'll, I'll get behind this one and, and, I, and, so I, and I'll double check triple check the research on that make yeah. sure I'm not missing anything um, I just am naturally scared away from those those big big spreads you, you got to think about that like if you see like a, a north of 14 point spread do you know how long that game you're gonna have to suffer through before they start to actually cover yeah, that that's a game I won't watch <laughs> and if that opposing team scores first, like now you're dead 21. Like, yeah, come on. Yeah. Like it's, it, it makes it tough. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, some other key, key stats we did find that, that were great learning mm-hmm. was betting the underdog late. So a lot of the money that comes in on betting comes in late on favorites. Mm-hmm. So if you are looking to bet the underdog, Wait until Sunday. Wait until late Saturday night before you actually place that bet. Yeah, I think that was an interesting stat that that we found, and I like that one a lot. The fact that the public mm-hmm. tends to to hammer uh, the favorites late in the week, and I and, mm-hmm. and I'd be curious to understand why why that is, or, or why the public gets behind that. It's maybe just people coming in late, late and setting their picks up uh, late in the week. But that's a really interesting one. I think that we can we can put into into play in a couple of recommendations we make this week for sure. And and yeah, I think the last kind of cool thing that we found this week was um, creating your own spreads before. So when you look at just the money lines, you know, start to plan out what you think that spread is going to be before you actually look at it and then see how that how that changes your opinion. Yeah, a little little like spin and and take on the process and how you might do that. So don't look at the lines. A little trust the gut. A little little trust the gut. It is a little trust the gut. Um, but, but uh, yeah, that's an interesting take on it too. So, so set yourself, set those expectations at first and then kind of see where they're at and and go from there. Okay. So lots, like that's a ton of information there. So much, so much. And, And I, and again, I think, um, I would recommend like looking at a couple of these different pieces, taking one or two games and really sort of doing a deeper dive into them and looking at all these variables that go into it uh, and, and playing with it and testing it and seeing what works for yeah. you and building it out. So we're going to do a little bit of that um, this week. I think we, we're going to take, we're going to talk about four, four we particular four matchups yeah. uh, that we're going to, we're going to consider and we'll give you our take on it and maybe apply some of these, uh, some of these learnings to as well. So, uh, let's get into it. What do you want to? Where do you want to go first? Let's uh, let's start with uh, how about the Titans and the Browns? Yeah, Titans favored by five and a half. Yes. So Titans favored by five and a half. Um, Tennessee is at home. Um, wh- wh- what's your what's your initial thought, and where are you going with this? One? First, first thought in my mind is like I saw Cleveland's record was a little bit better than I thought. Mm-hmm. But when you really start to get into it and and you look at those wins, mm-hmm. you know they have a great schedule this year, crossing over with the NFC. Yeah, you know three of those wins are against that terrible division, uh, and I think you hit a good point on it. You know they really haven't been battle tested yet. No, right. Uh, I think the Titans seem for real. Um, and, and I, I feel pretty confident about this bet. Yeah, Titans are, have been interesting. Like, they started out really strong. They they kind of slipped a little bit for a couple weeks there, uh, then came back, had a big, big win uh, last week 
with um, with with the Colts. So um, so yeah, I, I, I'm with you on this one. I just and you know what, I disrespected Cleveland on on the uh, <laughs> on the trust your gut week. You did, um, but uh, but in 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 this case, I think Tennessee just can be too much for them. Uh, I like Tennessee yeah. on on that five and a half, and I just I, to to that point, Cleveland just I don't think has been been tested, and I think Tennessee is going to be that test. Okay. Okay. So next game we're looking at Luke is KC Denver. KC favored by fourteen. So this is one of those big double digits. Um, looking at it, it and it's uh, KC at home against Denver. Um. You know, I I've wavered on this one a little bit, which seems crazy because just based on how KC is playing and and the way that they're performing right now, um, I, I I just that combined with the fact that Denver got so utterly embarrassed last week <laughs> and is probably a little bit ticked with the NFL right now for having not postponed that game, they've got something to prove here. Um, I feel like they still might be just in too tough against KC. And I think historically, when you look at what these two teams have done this year, so the last time they played this year, KC beat them by 27. Uh, uh, when you look at last year, 2019, uh, beat them by 20, beat them by 24. KC's had their number. So, uh, and, 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 and has beat them pretty handedly. So, in, in this case, KC 14, I, I, I got to give KC the knob. But I'm curious to see what Denver does and how they come out and react to to the embarrassment last week. Yeah, like for me, this is a no-brainer. If this is KC all day, this is the best team in the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, making statements, they're putting up points like crazy. I, I don't. I mean, even that Tampa game, they own that whole game. They let Tampa back into it, and then once they tried again, mm-hmm. they went and and didn't give the ball back. So they were easily able to run up that clock. So to me. I'm with I'm with Mahomes. This guy, this guy's only getting better. Uh, this should be a pretty easy victory, I think. So here's the the one stat that I would throw out here, um, that that also makes me question here is the last three games, KC mm-hmm. has won by three points. So 14 is a lot when you consider that. So we're we're leaning a lot on the fact that that Denver's not a strong team. The historicals with Casey against Denver this year as well as last year, um, and I think the fact that Casey just just has it has it rolling. If Casey wants to win this game by a large amount, without a it. doubt, it, yeah. it can happen. Yeah. But those are some of the, yeah. the tangibles and the stats that you look at when you're going through this, and and just makes you think a little bit. 14 points. They've only won by three in their last three games, um, albeit you know they were. You know, again, obviously, like the the last game against Tampa, it's a better team than Denver for sure. But, um, but yeah, it There's makes you think. Yeah. Besides that, like these two teams know each other the divi- really, the really divisional well. Matchup. Yeah, the divisional matchup, right? And uh, you know, those tend to to factor in. They've been beaten down pretty hard three times in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, eventually they are going to stand up. Uh, I have not seen enough in Denver to say that this is the week that that's finally going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm riding with Mahomes. Uh, for this week, for sure. Yeah, so we're 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 aligned on that one as well. Fourteen points. Ooh, I don't know, but sure. We're, we're, I'm 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 with you, Casey, on that one. Okay, let's go. Um, let's go, Washington, Pittsburgh. Okay. That one. Yeah. 
Steelers, you're a big fan of this Steelers, team, this you know undefeated what? squad. The, the undefeated squad. So this is an interesting one, and this is one where we can apply a couple couple of learnings here. So yep. you, you have Pittsburgh played on a Wednesday night because of the, the yep. COVID matchup there with um, uh, with Baltimore. So had to play on the Wednesday night. So short week. they got to play now 5 p.m. on Monday against Washington here. Okay, So travel, not necessarily an issue, but the shortened week for them obviously is is a, is a little bit of an impact here. Um, so that that's one thing there to consider that, that could be playing into Washington's favorite. The end of the day, I think Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh wants the 16 and all. They want it pretty bad. Um, and I think when you consider Tomlin's comments coming out of that game, and that game was ugly against Baltimore on Wednesday. It was not good. They, um, they, they barely, they, they squeaked that one out, let's be honest. And when you look at Tomlin's remarks coming out of that, he was not happy. And I think he made that known. Uh, he made some comments in his post-game presser that they make no excuses, um, but he was not happy with the performance of the team that week. That, to me, tells me they want the 16-0 bad, that I think, short and weak or not, they bounce back on this one, and, and they have a good game here. Uh, have we even touched on what the spread is yet? Well, uh, it's eight. Is I think it? it's eight points, right? Eight? Yeah. yeah. So so you, you like Pittsburgh there with those eight points? I like Pittsburgh here with, with these eight points. I do. So and this I have to say I'm I'm on the opposite side here. Mm. Uh I I see a team in Pittsburgh that has has played down to their competition a few times. Um I'm starting to see a team that you know that that should have been a blowout last week. It should have been an easy win. No, don't get me wrong, they're two divisional teams playing each other, but they're not going 16 and 0. <laughs> and it's going to break. And I'm looking at the schedule. If I'm looking at when this is going to happen, does it happen this week? I think it does. So, so not only so. Wow. I think that the Washington football team beats Pittsburgh this week. Alex wow. Smith, they're starting to figure it out. You know, this team is. You know, this guy's coming back. Alex Smith was a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, he he's done a lot. He he's a really good quarterback, uh, a serviceable quarterback. He can win this game. You know, he's he's won two in a row now. You know, they've won three of the last five. Yeah, it it's like hey, they have it rolling, but also Pittsburgh is the number one passing defense in the league right now. So he's going to be up against it tough. So, like, don't get me wrong, too. Like, uh, a couple of these wins were against Dallas and, yeah. and uh, you know Cincinnati breaking their uh, quarterback, but. <laughs> You know, this is a team, I think, that's slowly building. You know, they're coming out of this rebuild. Alex Smith is really starting to get a handle of things. The guy's been out of football for many years. This is the shocker. Mm-hmm. So, again, you know, when we're, we were talking about if you a team that's going to win the game 85% of the time, no, not only would I bet this on the spread, I'm going to bet this on the money line as a long shot anyway. Take a little of the dog tip there and, and, and bet yeah. the money line. And, again, playing into the travel factor, too, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. big. Like, this, these guys have been – on the road, it's a short week. Um, yeah, they're at home, but no, nah, this is uh, this is Alex Smith week. I'm, I'm all over. Yeah, that it's one. so we're at, so we're at odds on this one. Um, I, and you know what? The one thing I will agree with you on, I think Pittsburgh has played down to a couple of the teams they've played again. Yeah, like don't get me wrong, they smashed them. They smashed some of the bad teams too. Yeah. but um, there's uh, they're not going sixteen at all. 
Okay, interesting. Maybe that's also the dolphin fan in me. <laughs> you know, that's my that's you know, Mercury Morse and his record, we need to protect that. Yeah. And as soon as we lose, as soon as they lose, that undefeated team loses, we we celebrate. So All right, so interesting. Time. I got Pitt, this you got like, Washington this week. Um yeah. on that one, we'll we'll see uh we'll see where we net out in the end. Yeah. Okay, last game. Last game. We're looking at here. Um <laughs> this this is funny because I feel like this quarterback is coming up every single week lately. Is uh is New Orleans at Atlanta. Yeah, New Orleans at Atlanta. What do we got as a spread? And the spread is, if I just pull it up here now, it's three. It's three? Three it is. So yep. it's three. Uh, New Orleans favored um, at, uh, this is in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, so for this. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say this to me, again, screams a, a stat right off the top. Mm-hmm. One of the first things we talk about is home dog. Mm-hmm. Right, so number one, they're at home. Yep, uh, they're an underdog. They were just trying to play into the whole factor of what happened to them a couple of weeks ago. They were embarrassed. Yeah. a couple of weeks ago by this same quarterback, Tatum mm-hmm. Hill, mm-hmm. the guy that somehow is winning games. I don't know how. Again, I do not believe this guy is a real quarterback. Mm-hmm. I believe he's a, a gimmick and a gadget guy. Mm-hmm. And this team knows they're going to watch the plays. They're going to they're going to watch how they played against him. Yeah. And they're going to learn from it. Yeah, and and, and for that reason, um, I I think I think you can expect New Orleans to run the ball a bunch this week. Um, I I can see I can see them running the football a bunch. Uh, for for that reason, I think Atlanta's will have done their homework on this one. They'll, they will have watched the tape, uh, and they got her going a little bit too right now. They had a big big win, stomped Huge. on the Raiders last week. Huge um, so they, you know, they, they, they've got something going here. So, and even with New Orleans, if New Orleans wants to run the ball a bunch, they're, they're a good run defense, Atlanta. So they're ranked about six in the league right now. So they're, they're, they're a solid run defense. I like Atlanta at home, um, to, to, to cover this one, uh, against New Orleans. Again, Atlanta's burned me a bunch this year. I won't <laughs> They've lie. killed me. They've killed They've me. Killed me. This team should be so much better. And I don't know why I keep uh. coming back and, and betting them. Uh, <laughs> but you know what? At some point, it's got to go. It's got to go our way with Atlanta. And, and I think this this could be the mm. week here uh, again with Drew Brees still out. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is this is their statement game. I feel like this year, mm-hmm. this is the one game they're going to be up for. Yeah. Um, Home dog. I think they. I think they sent a message this game. Yeah. Okay, so that is uh, that's the four picks for this week. Uh, we'll continue to watch uh, uh, these as, as sort of we get closer to Sunday to see what happens to the lines and where they move. And as we mentioned, take into account a couple of those those key things that we want to look at. So betting the dog late in the week. So that's something obviously we need to consider there. So that Atlanta bet uh, in particular, um, there's a couple of key learnings that we, we took into account with these uh, these four bets. Lots of information this week. I think there's tons of different ways to look at spread and how you want to do it. Um, and everyone has a different process and model that they build. So play with it. Um, uh, you know, uh, have some fun. Look at different ways you can do it. We'll continue to experiment on our end as well. And and continue to uh, offer some tips and tricks and learnings. There we go. See ya. Enjoy. Enjoy.